Hello, this is Gurmeher from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 15th of September. Congress MLA Maman Khan was arrested today after the Haryana government told the state high court that Khan has been named as an accused in an FIR connected to the communal violence in Nu. The BJP has been accusing Khan of inciting communal violence through provocative statements in the Haryana Assembly. His arrest comes shortly after the arrest of Bajrang Dal member Monu Yadav, also known as Monu Manesar, for objectionable social media posts. Monu, who had been absconding for months, is now being questioned by the Rajasthan police in connection with the killing of two Rajasthan natives who were burned to death in February this year over suspicion of cow smuggling. Following the brutal murder, Khan had publicly pinned its blame on Monu and had also furnished photos of the alleged crime in the assembly. Deputy Chief Minister Dushan Chautala announced an investigation into these accusations at the time. Following the recent new violence, Monu had claimed on social media that Khan supported the rioters along with other Muslim MLAs. The Haryana government is conducting an inquiry into the matter. The BJP has also raised suspicions about the Congress's role in the violence based on Khan's statements in the Assembly and on social media. But Congress leader Bhupender Singh Hooda has emphasised that Khan's remarks in the Assembly were made months ago and were unrelated to the recent Haryana violence. In connection with the Mahadev online betting case, the Enforcement Directorate has frozen and seized assets worth 417 crore rupees, the ED official said today. Dubai-based Mahadev Online reportedly used an online book betting app to establish user IDs and engage in money laundering through a complex network of Benami bank accounts. The company is run by Saurabh Chandrakar and Ravi Uppal. The ED conducted extensive searches in cities like Kolkata, Bhopal and Mumbai and recovered incriminating evidence and proceeds of the crime. The investigation revealed that the Mahadev online book app operates from a central office in the UAE and franchises panels branches to associates, sharing profits on a 70-30 ratio. The syndicate behind the Mahadev online book betting application, led by promoters from Bilai in Chhattisgarh, facilitates illegal betting websites through online platforms employing large-scale hawala operations to move betting proceeds to offshore accounts. Additionally, substantial cash expenditures occur in India for marketing betting websites and attracting new users and franchise seekers. The Assam Assembly witnessed an uproar today over allegations that a media company owned by the Assam Chief Minister's wife received a central government subsidy of Rs 10 crore for a land plot. The Assembly saw multiple adjournments as opposition MLAs pressed the government for answers regarding the allegations. Assam Congress President Gaurav Gogoi had first accused Assam Chief Minister Himanta Biswas' wife Rinki's firm of receiving the subsidy. In response, she had said she would file a defamation case against Gogoi. Today, Congress MLA Kamlakya Depurkhayas raised the issue during the question hour. Probing Revenue and Disaster Management Minister Jogin Mohan about the land allocation in Assam's Kalyabur area under the Busundra scheme. Speaker Biswajit Demeri 
deemed the matter unrelated, leading to heated exchanges. After adjournment and protests, the ruckus over the subsidy reportedly availed by the chief minister's family took centre stage. The session subsequently concluded amid turmoil. Listeners, Pride East Entertainment Private Limited, a media company owned by the family of Assam Chief Minister Hemanta Biswa Sarma, received a government subsidy of 10 crore rupees for establishing a food processing plant in Assam's Nagaon district. The subsidy was granted under the Pradhan Mantri Kisan Sampad Yojana's Agro-Processing Clusters Programme. The documents revealed by us in our report and published by the Cross Current on September 10 show that the subsidy was awarded on November 10 for a project worth 25.88 crore rupees. To know more, read my colleague Pratyush Deep's story, titled Company Owned by Assam CM's Family Gets 10 Crore Rupees Government Subsidy for Food Processing Unit on newslaundry.com. We are able to bring your reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 900 rupees a quarter. Today, the Supreme Court hearing on AAP leader Manisa Sodia's bail plea in two Delhi excise policy cases was postponed to 4th of October. Sisodia's role in the cases has been under investigation by the CBI and the ED. Senior advocate Abhishek Singhvi, representing Sisodia, requested a delay, stating that he needed two to three hours to present his arguments. Additional Solicitor General S.V. Raju concurred with the request. Singhvi also said that news articles discussing the case's merits frequently surface when it is scheduled for hearing. The Supreme Court had earlier sought responses from the CBI and ED regarding Sisodia's interim bail requests in the cases. The former Deputy Chief Minister of Delhi, who also held the excise portfolio, has been in custody since the CBI arrested him on 26th of February for his alleged involvement in the scam. The ED subsequently arrested him on money laundering charges linked to the same case. Sisodia resigned from the Delhi Cabinet on 28th of February. Earlier, the Delhi High Court had denied him bail in both the cases, citing his potential influence as a high-profile figure in a position of power when the alleged irregularities occurred. The investigative agencies claim that the excise policy was modified with irregularities and favouritism towards license holders. The Delhi government implemented the policy in November 2021 but discontinued it in September 2022 due to corruption allegations. Rescue and recovery efforts continue relentlessly in eastern Libya, five days after a catastrophic flood caused extensive devastation. The flood, triggered by Storm Daniel's heavy rainfall, resulted in the breach of two dams, leading to the complete destruction of neighbourhoods in Derna city. As of today, the death toll estimates range from approximately 6,000 to 11,000. But with thousands still unaccounted for, the mayor of Derna has suggested the final toll could climb to 20,000. The UN's World Meteorological Organization contends that most fatalities could have been prevented with proper warnings. Approximately 30,000 people have found themselves without homes according to the International Organization for Migration, while the UN's humanitarian agency has warned of the risks of disease due to contaminated water. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night, depending on where you're listening from. 
see you tomorrow news laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers we don't run on corporate or government ads you too can be part of changing the news model go to newslaundry.com/subscription be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent for the smoothest news laundry experience download our app watch our shows listen to our podcasts read our reports stay informed pay for news protect democracy save the world